Yes, ma'am, I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am, this is... Yes, ma'am, this is... This is the present. Two. One. No, no, you don't. Oh, no, 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 no you point, don't. You're the one point. that told me. You're the one that told me. So I just, I point, what if you I, did it backwards? What if you pointed at I, me and counted up? I virtually just pointed at you. <laughs> did you give me a pointing to emoticon? Yeah, I did. I did. That's like a little like a semicolon. <laughs> With a winky a, face? Yeah, in there. <laughs> Maybe there. Don't do that. Um. So that's out of the way now. Okay, hello everyone, and welcome to This is the President. My name is Scott Kalonica. With me, as always, or as it will be from now on, is Mr. Harmon Leon. How you doing, Harmon? You just seem tentative about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, it's because I don't want to promise too much, dude. Who knows what the new regime... Who knows <laughs> what the future can hold? Exactly. You know, I don't want to play... With me some of the time, probably a lot. Maybe too. not for sure. I don't want to play... Don't want to... Kind of want to put a legal disclaimer <laughs> then in sure case you, he's not. I mean, your name is on a list, considering where you just came back from. <laughs> oh, Cuba? Yeah, that was a lead in, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how was Cuba? Like what, a flight list on JetBlue? Well, I don't know. (laughs) You you can go to Cuba now just like a normal person would go to, say, you know, Indiana. Yeah, okay. Except you do have to go downstairs to get your visa at uh, JFK. That took about 10 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to just going to be – I mentioned that you're going to somebody else. They're like, yeah, now's the time to go because like right before. That's going to be like the new hipster place. That's always the thing. It was already there was already some annoying little hipster underlining. Really? Like okay. I, I remember being at a at a bar as like just some hipster guy going, uh, starting tomorrow, let's stay clear of these tourist bars. Oh my god! Dude. And you know what makes an annoying tourist bar? Like loud guys like that <laughs> saying things like that. Oh man! So the hipster. The hipster. It, it, it wasn't in the bar was perfectly fine to me until that guy. <laughs> Opened his mouth hole and words came out. <laughs> did he was he wearing a did he have a um, beard or anything or probably but okay. I have a beard so okay. you know, oh. I can't really get down on the beard. <laughs> All right, was he people? Just, he was just he was just hipster in general. I'm not saying that you can't have a beard. Yeah, it's like I'm too good for this bar in Cuba. Oh my god! All right, drinking my mojito. All right, <laughs> and so but you've got some stuff going on today too now, don't you? Yeah. Which well, book? there's a there's a big rally outside of uh, Trump Tower oh. later uh-huh. with uh, um, Michael Moore, right? And uh, I'll I'll let you guess the second person who will be speaking by by doing the little impression of okay, him. Okay, but don't not this isn't your presidential impression. Harmon's presidential impressions. I think it. I think it goes a little something like this. And if you can visualize what I'm doing right now, I'm turning around and I'm adjusting my hair. Now okay. I'm turning back around. And are you looking at me, Trump? Are you looking at oh me? Oh my God! I don't see anyone else here. Are you looking at me? Guess who's going to be speaking? That's the taxi driver. 
<laughs> Judd Hirsch? No, no, oh my god. That would be awesome if Judd Hirsch or Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah, no, no it's I saw uh, that. It was in the news, dude. Robert De Niro is going to be there. Oh, wait, what do you see? Just like on just, my news or like yeah, on, just, on the BBC Scotland? All, yeah, and all the, all the stuff, all the news and everything. Everyone. Yeah, I think it, it might be just really kind of too craze crowded to yeah. even venture down there. Yeah, well, you keep it I mean, I support all that. Yeah, I'm, you support somebody not supporting somebody else. Yeah, okay. I support the non-support that they're going to be showing. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's it's crazy, cool. dude. Yeah. This is the last day of this Obama. How does it feel? This is it. This is like – this is. It's the end of an era. It's the end of it. It is. In the beginning of Would you like else. me to share a funny story? Sure. Yeah, let's share it. <laughs> Ready? I yeah, think it I'm, goes – Okay. Something like this. So uh-huh. now I'm messing up my hair. I'm turning around. Now I'm turned back around. Oh, so um, when I came back from Cuba, um, I, I already told you this via email. But um, uh-huh. so you get off the plane from Cuba, and, and when you walk up to immigration, the first thing you see is a video of you know friendly, kind-hearted Obama welcoming you to America, and you feel good, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. So starting tomorrow. Uh, Let's rip down that video and replace it with President Trump welcoming you to America from Cuba. Oh, my God. So what's that video going to be like? It's either going to be – I think it's just going to be him just glaring at you. (laughs) You know, no words. He's going to just be glaring at you. That's like Big Brother, dude. It's like 1984. Or it's going to be the the, the Trump steak commercial. (laughs) When it comes to great steaks – I've just raised the stakes. America is a meaty place. (laughs) Oh, and this could actually be my president uh, impression. Harmon's presidential impressions. America is a meaty place, but not as meaty as my Trump steak. Trump steaks are by far the best tasting, most flavorful beef you've ever had. Truly in a league of their own. Okay, was that was that your impression? Of Trump? Yeah, well, it's okay, not really we did... the voice. It's what I do with my hands. My little, 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 little sausage-fingered elf-like hands. <laughs> in, a, in a big, oversized suit because I'm a bloated, fat piece of shit. <laughs> Is that too harsh, dude? See, dude, I have a lot of anger. No, he's not a president yet. Okay. It's our president-elect. All right, so was that your impre- was that your impression then? Was that Harmon's presidential impression? Um, Yeah, if we could count it as such. Okay. And then it saves one for the next time. Okay, right. Harmon's presidential impression. All right, well, let's, so, move on. let's move on to something that's not so impressive, <laughs> like right. a, a presidential phone call. How about that? Oh, you mean the premise of this whole podcast? The premise podcast. of the podcast, yes, exactly. Ah, exactly. Okay. Uh, well, today we've got, this is our a special inauguration special, or special inauguration special. So I kind of dug through the archives again. We had to do this pretty quick because we want to get this out here. We want this out there for the people. Um, so what we've got today, uh, for those of you keeping keeping score at home, this is tape number 36, conversation number 6 from January 19th, 1973, the day before the inauguration of Richard Nixon's second term. Uh, phone call is, is a phone call between Richard Nixon and his daughter, Julie Eisenhower, Julie Nixon Eisenhower. Uh, uh, at 11:56 p. 11:56 a.m. and they're going to be talking about the upcoming um, 
uh, festivities for the inauguration, which is going to be the next day. So, Harvey, Should I let it, you, let you it rip? Ahead? Yeah, go ahead and let, roll the tape machine. Hello. Julie. Just want to know how things went last night. Oh, it was just fine. fine. It really was. How, how are you? You sound tired. Do I really? No, you just did when you first answered the phone. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine, fine. Good. Yeah. Daddy, I want to ask you one thing. Um, the concert hall's box seats 12, and yeah. the other two boxes seat 8. Right. Do we want to invite the Marriott's to sit with us, or do we want to have just the six of us? No, the six of us should sit. Okay. I think that's important in this occasion. Oh, well, sure, the Marriott's can sit there. No, I don't want them. Yeah. I just want to make. Yeah. I just want to know yeah. if you thought it would look empty. I don't think it will. I don't no, know. no, no. They'll have somebody. I think the six of us should be there. Fine. Uh, we'll we'll have. Uh, and Daddy, the other thing I wanted to ask you, um, Mrs. Longworth apparently is sick. She's oh. spitting up blood and everything, so she can't come. Oh boy. Yeah, she can't come. So is that extra seat on the front row. Do we want to put Rose there? It might be awfully nice. You know, been such a great friend. And you mean in the, cons in the box? No, I mean at the inaugural, on the pr when you give your address. Fine. In that front row. Very, very good idea. I think it would be really nice. But only if you think it's good, because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, put her there. That's a very good thought, very nice good. thought. Right, right. right. Alrighty. It would be a nice way. touch wouldn't like the idea yeah. that she's been loyal and yeah. all that. She's really that sick, is she, Mrs. Longer? Apparently she is. I'm so disappointed she can't come. Listen, the weather is beautiful. It's coming along. 60. Yeah, we hope it stays about half this way tomorrow. Oh, it'll right. be great. I uh, will have a good time tonight. I don't know about the Marriott's. I mean, frankly... Frankly, uh, I think just the family. I just... I think it just... I just think it's... I just don't think we ought to have anybody else there. I think it should just be the family, and then everybody will understand. Good. Um, I think so, too. I wonder who those people are. We'll do nice things for the Marriott. Oh, no, we don't have to do anything for them. They're very happy. Sure. Yeah. Sure, okay. sure, sure. Okay. All right, fine, Good. fine, Okay, bye. bye. And right. that's that. That's that. That's our inauguration special there. So what are your, uh, what are some of your thoughts there, Harmon? Um, yeah, I guess uh, presidents and their daughters have boring small talk like all the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it is. Uh, I do like the daddy. That was a big thing. Yes, daddy. And so the Marriotts I take are from hoteliers. Yeah, actually, this now this is this part is gets very interesting about the Marriotts. as opposed to the last part. Which part? Well, I mean, the whole phone call, <laughs> like you saying. said, the phone call itself isn't interesting. It's the little bits and pieces you can pick out of it. That's like that's what history's all about, Harvard. Ah, it's what what you research. Right. You do or, as they say in the business, reading between the lines. Exactly. Exactly. So, for example, <laughs> on this Marriott thing, see now, mm -hmm. uh, Jay Willard Marriott, who is the uh, CEO of the Marriott Co Corporation. Um, agreed to do Mr. Nixon a favor back in 1970 when he appointed uh, Richard Nixon's brother to be uh, head of franchises and acquisitions of the West Coast for Marriott. 
Ah. Ah, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, uh, and, uh, well, you know, you know what the ah is mostly on that? I didn't know Nixon had a brother. Oh, yeah, he did. So this is a, Don Nixon was his brother. And what's even funnier mm-hmm. was that he used to front. And then, and, and know who, know who his other brother was? What? Mojo? Mojo. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's an 80s reference, dude. The Andy Elvis. Andy Elvis got no Elvis in him. Let me tell you. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in him. So Richard Nixon's brother, Don Nixon, apparently tried to uh, break into the restaurant game at one point and ran into mm-hmm. a string of restaurants called Nixon's out in California. But apparently, really? Yeah. Apparently he, Did he get sued? Uh, he didn't get sued, but it went out of uh, business a lot, and he and Don was able to save it because he took out uh, loans from uh, Howard Hughes. Wow. Yes. So <laughs> Nixon's restaurant was to Nixon what Billy Beer was to Carter. Right. If Billy had been taking, you know, under the table loans from Howard Hughes and making the Marriott sit in the presidential booth at the inauguration. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's yeah. what you get in return. You mm-hmm. sit in the presidential booth. Yeah, but I think that was kind of funny when when, when Julie goes like, oh, oh, no, I don't want them there. Well, sure, the Marriott's can sit there. No, I don't want them. I just want to make yeah. – I just want to know yeah. if you thought it would look empty. I don't think it So would. she's just saying that for the for the benefit of uh, thinking Richard would have it here. Yeah, yeah. So oh, here's a photo of the uh, – yeah. the, infamous nixons yeah we'll put that up we'll put so it was kind of like a car hop sort of thing yeah it was well it, it was kind of it started from because i don't know if you ever saw the movie nixon or read about anything his parents nixon's parents and his brother's parents ran a they used to run like a um grocery store out in california uh-huh. and then they eventually at one point added a coffee shop onto it and then don the brother would run the coffee shop and so that's how he kind of got into the restaurant game yeah, wouldn't it be funnier if this, uh, they had President Nixon's face on the marquee? It, it seems to be some sort of Scottish guy on a bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a Scottish, and then but they have the Nixon burger, twenty yeah. cents. That <laughs> was and um, fish that's old timey money. Yeah, old timey money back in the day. They didn't even put a line through the scent; it was just a seat. But we'll put these yeah. up on the we'll put these up on the blog for everyone to see. Um, and it's like so they they would call it a uh, Nixon's family restaurant. Yes. So that would include Richard. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if you got free, Whittier uh, Boulevard. So that is uh, that's Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I think 15, yeah. Fifteen fifteen forty East Whittier. For any of those out there, you can go visit the site of uh, Nixon's family restaurant. Hmm. Or if they have a Google uh, Map uh, app. And be able to kind of just see the locale at its present moment. Apparently there was more than one location, too. There was like a one in Anaheim. So the Nixon's were the Nixon restaurants were doing okay at one point. They wanted to be the McDonald's the, of the The Nixons. McDonald's of the day, but they didn't They quite. wanted to be the Roy Croft. Or the, Is it Roy or Croc? Croc, dude. Croc, yeah. yeah. Which is, a, with, there's a new Michael Keaton. Yeah, the new Michael Keaton could, could be coming out about that. Um, yeah. The other interesting just little tidbit in this phone call is though – uh, at the end, did you uh, when there she was asking about the extra seat for Rosemary? Did you you, you hear that? Part? Did you hear that? Part? Was it Rosemary of Rosemary's Baby? No, it's this is close. It is Rosemary of Rosemary Woods, who was Nixon's personal secretary. Um, and do you do you did you catch the part where she talks about how loyal how loyal she was and how Nixon? They're talking about this Rosemary's being very loyal. 
Oh, was she? What did she do? Something with the tapes? Yes, she hid yes, the tapes? Exactly. Yep, she was the one. She was the one who <laughs> took the blame for the eighteen and a half minute gap. And and what what was the result? Prison? Uh, no, that was that was the theoretically whatever was on that gap would have resulted in even more prison. But she was the one that said that she accidentally erased the tape when she was transcribing it. That's why there was nothing on there. Ah, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's just so old timey scandal <laughs> we record phone calls mm. oh no now I it's erased. just like so i mean <laughs> trump would just be in prison time and time like <laughs> sentence that up put on sentence put on sentence <laughs> no, that was that, that was it well we'll, we'll speak that was, speaking of trump that'll uh that'll lead, lead, lead us into our next bit here i wanted to keep that phone call nice short and sweet Get it out there. Thank you again for uh, your comments on there. So while we're talking about Trump, Harmon, let's go to our newest part of the show called Presidential Tweets. Presidential Tweets. Is there a music sting for that? that? We were waiting for the music, so the music's played already. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So this one, this tweet came out on uh, January 17th, two days ago. Um, it came out when, uh, first of all, uh, Obama, uh, his, his exit approval ratings are at uh, uh, 60%. So that's like, you know, one of the highest president exit yeah. approval ratings. Uh, conversely, Donald Trump's uh, incoming approval rating is at 40%. Um, so I saw this stat. Uh, uh, post. Katrina Bush inauguration approval ratings were at 43%. Okay. All right. right. And you know how he handled that, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's like one of the lowest. uh, They said, you know, one of the lowest in in recent history. Uh I don't know who was like how far back they have to go. Maybe Carter. Right. Yeah. Like people wanted Reagan. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know about Bush Senior. Yeah. Um, and people were thrilled at at Clinton. Yeah. So that's pretty low. So, so it must be like Carter, or whatever. Yeah. But in long recent history, forty percent. So, uh, Trump being the man that he is, you know, he takes to the Twitter. Right. And his tweet. Uh, what is the time on this that he wrote it? Uh, yeah, it doesn't say the time. Uh, Usually says the time. Let me get this up. Let's see. No, no time. January 17th. Same people who did the phony election polls and were so wrong are now doing approval rating polls. They are rigged just like before. <laughs> it just feels like all his fucking anger and it's just... in that. <laughs> and how many, how many retweets were that? What was it on there? Um, the retweets are uh, twenty four thousand. Okay, wow, all right. And a hundred and two thousand likes. Oh my god, okay. And twenty nine thousand uh, replies. All right, well that's that's twenty eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine more tweets than we get about the show. So we can't. Yeah, really... so it's the only way it's not rigged is that if like people were really approving of him. Yeah. That's... Otherwise, you know, like people, you know, pretty much like all New Yorkers he just 
just loathe and despise him. <laughs> he just like, oh no, no, it's rigged. It's a rigged system. Oh boy. You're you're the phony media. You're <laughs> fake news. Let me tweet. Let me tweet. Just the, let me get my little fingers on my little phone. <laughs> so his so the joke I have that, big buttons. So the wait so the joke there is that he's got small hands or big hands? Where? The Trump. Like in general. That's like the joke. Right? Oh he has small hands. Okay, you already small know that. Hands. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, well, I kept forgetting if they were big. I, I just knew they were abnormal in some way. <laughs> <laughs> like his giant hands? Yeah, I don't know if he has giant hands. No, or... you're thinking, you're thinking of uh, French actor Gerard Depardieu. Touchstone Pictures presents France's most acclaimed actor, Gerard Depardieu. He has hands as big as hams. Okay, the, the ham-fisted actor. So he would be the opposite of Gerard okay. Depardieu. Okay, so he's like the anti-Depardieu. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, ready for the joke? Ready yeah, for it? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Let's hear it. Wait. I'm wait. Here. So, what I'm trying to say is that Trump is Gerard Depard. Don't. <laughs> you snore. Your manners are atrocious. Oh, you think that's important? You're a snob. You're a slob. You're overweight. You're disgusting. <laughs> that was good, dude. That was pulled out a Gerard Depardieu quote from. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he, they tried. They kind of tried to make him a star here in the states. It didn't work out. Like, did he was like in a movie with uh, Andy McDowell or something? And America's newest film sensation, Andy McDowell. Yeah, it was Green Card. Yeah, and, and it was directed by Peter Weir. From Peter Weir, the director of Dead Poets Society. Why did we directed? We... Uh... What's that? Why do you know that? That's. <laughs> Oh, it was a Peter Weir movie. Oh. Peter Weir, the Australian director. Oh, is that the witness guy? In the story of two very different people sharing one very unusual relationship. You just have to trust your instinct. Yeah, I think okay. so. And All then right. he did a lot of good Aussie movies. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. We both knew about I was... Green Card. What's that? Some... We both knew about Green Card for some reason. That was odd. Green Card, a Peter Weir film. Yeah, Peter Weir movie. Okay, all right. I'll read out my t my tweet here. Um, yeah, if you click on the tweet, you can see what time it was. So this tweet was from 10.46 p.m. on the 15th of January, uh, 2017. Was that Saturday? That was Saturday, right, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, okay. And so this is, um, at NBC News is bad, but Saturday Night Live is the worst of NBC. Not funny. Cast is terrible. Always a complete hit job. Really bad television! Exclamation point. You know. So yeah. What, what? What? What is he fucking expecting from a show deemed as satire? <laughs> well, I think always they're always doing a, the commentary on the, the society. I mean, granted, like Saturday Night Live isn't good, mm -hmm. yeah. but you know the premise is it satirize you know in its original form to satirize social commentary. You know, on current events. Yeah, I mean, this is like kind of the follow-up to his uh, one we did the other week, where he was saying, "You guys did great." Not, you know, and he threw in a Wayne's World. <laughs> so maybe he remember he said, so "I think he's kind of like he was on Saturday Night Live." I never saw. It. Did, you, did you watch that episode? Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump. It's wonderful to be here. I will tell you, this is going to be something special. Um, no. They uh, just, yeah. like, protested outside of NBC. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was it. We saw those pictures. But, uh, yeah, so maybe he's, he's kind of a, 
Uh, I guess he's kind of a little bit of a closet fan, actually. He seems to care a lot about what they think and you know what, how they treat. Yeah, him. it's kind of like when you break up with a girl and you still have feelings, so then you're gonna be <laughs> like on the attack mode. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, if he was on the show, then yeah, he has to agree that he likes the show, and he's <laughs> obviously fucking yeah. watching the show. Yeah, still. exactly. You know how you solve that? It's <laughs> like you don't watch. It's like when you get yeah. internet trolls commenting on your stories, you don't respond and yeah. read it. Yeah. You don't give them the power, but it's just like somehow he has to deal with Saturday Night Live where, you know, every time he tweets, it, it helps him. I know. Well, here's what's really weird. So what – So, but Saturday Night Live doesn't go on in New York until 1130? Or what time does it start there? Uh, Maybe 1030 or okay, so. Okay, maybe it does. But, like, it's funny because this tweet is from 1046, which means the show has been on for what, maybe – 15 minutes oh that was that was the one where they did the um where baldwin did the trump the trump news conference impression yeah i think he's uh, doing okay. that like every week you yeah, know and they open did, with him yeah that's the one where they did that and so he was he was commenting about that but not commenting about god that'd be just so awesome yeah. to watch that with him <laughs> what do you think would he do you think he would be like the kind of like he'd be talking to the tv and yelling at the tv or would he just sit there, like, just fuming in silence? No, he's that. I'm sec- thinking fuming in silence. Fuming in silence is actually in that Frontline documentary, the one that I told you about. There's a really good. Mm-hmm. There's a really good scene where they're. Remember when they're Obama did the, the press association dinner and Obama started making the. Um, oh yeah, the yeah, Donald and he Trump just jokes. Yeah, and they had- yeah, it was great. No one is prouder <laughs> to put this birth certificate matter to rest than the Donald. And that's because he can finally get back to focusing on the issues that matter. Like, did we fake the moon landing? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, but they had a camera on Trump, but he's just sitting there fuming. Like, not even, yeah. like, laughing along or everything. And, like, a couple of the commentators <laughs> in the documentary said this is where he decided to run for president. They're, you know, they're thinking you could just see it. Yeah, they did that on the Colbert show, and they animated like in his mind is like what he's thinking. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, for the guy who wants to be the president, he, he he's got a pretty thin skin, you know, which is a little scary. <laughs> a lot scary. A lot scary. A lot scary. Yeah, yeah. not want to be president. He is president. He he will be president in, by the time in, in nine. By the time everybody hears this, he will be president. So let's go ahead and uh, I'll let you go, oh, Harmon. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh no, no. I was just thinking something horrible because, like, uh, like, no, let's forget it. Nothing. Because <laughs> Bush Sr. is, like, just hop- hospitalized. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be, like, this just this gloomy, like, foreshadowing if he passes away on the inauguration day. Yeah, that would. But I mean, I don't want you know. I don't I certainly don't want him to die. But like, I don't. How would that make things any worse? That's what I'm wondering. You know? No, I just be like kind of this like message at the gatekeeper door in a <laughs> Joseph Campbell sort of uh, oh, story yeah. Yeah. where you're about to pass into the other world. <laughs> I think we're I think we're all ready for that. And then I don't know if I mentioned already, but I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and swap out the icon for the podcast. And seeing as this is this is the president. I'll go ahead and put a picture of the president up there on the on the, on the, on the icon so everybody knows exactly what they're getting when they get into this. Yeah, and then change the podcast name to "This Is Our President." Yeah, this is this is this is our president. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And, um, well, you're doing a show tonight, but I think that's too late for plugging. Plug away. Oh, uh, I think it's next Thursday, is it? Or Wednesday. Uh, we have our show Political Tale at a place called the Sidewalk Cafe. Uh-huh. Um, we have, um, God, I don't know my names of my guests, but one woman used to be a producer on The Daily Show okay. is one of our acts. Yeah, you can, I can, dude. I can just hear the tone <laughs> of your voice. You're like, <laughs> oh uh, no, I've just been busy. So oh, okay. yeah, right. I, I know the show's gonna be there, and I know that's her credit. Okay, okay, well that's good. <laughs> but well, the, how... all the acts are good. I don't want okay. to downplay. No, 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 I, no It's like not... a good solid bill. No, I mean, it's I just... all uh, political stories. I just meant crazy... the... we actually we actually got a guy, a Republican on the bill. Oh, that's all right. Guy, okay. a comedian who's like a regular commentator on Fox News. Oh wow. Given the other side, stirring things up, dude. Who's this? Uh, I gotta look at the bill. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> it's all right, dude. You got you got enough on your plate over there. All right. Yeah. Uh, you can check did... it out at uh, Facebook.com/slash/TillNYC, and then it'll have all the lineups. All right. And then, how can people get a hold of you and find out more about the show? Uh, Facebook.com/slash/TillNYC or Twitter at uh, Harmon Leon, uh, maybe... or uh, my website HarmonLeon.com. All right. Thanks, Harmon. You uh, keep on keep on out there, dude. That's all we can say from this side of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I know I disappointed by putting the uh, presidential uh, impression up front. Harmon's presidential impressions. Well, I'd just like to close with this. Okay. The Iron Lady is not amused. What? I don't even... Thatcher, dude. Margaret Thatcher. And we're very happy that we leave the United Kingdom in a very, very much better state than when we came here 11 and a half years ago. (laughs) Wait, 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 that's not the... She's not the president, though, dude. Oh, she's a political figure. Oh, okay. A head of... Well, maybe to be head of state. Head of state impressions, okay. Yeah, head of... Yeah, yeah. Can you do... Can you do another... Can you do... The Iron Lady is not amused. (laughs) She's not the queen, dude. Where's Donald Trump's diaper? Melani! (laughs) Where's my diaper? Melani is right now changing a diaper probably 40 feet away from me. All right, buddy. Whoa. I, I think that I think there's some merch tie-in with that. I think, we will. I think you can we'll get it ready for tomorrow, dude. Uh, well, make the best of it. Uh, thanks again, everyone, to listen to this is the president. My name has been Scott Colonico. You can download the podcast at scottcolonico.com. Reach me at Twitter at Scott Colonico as well. C A L O N I C O. Uh, all right, Harmon. We'll just keep on keeping on, and uh, we'll talk to you again uh, real soon. Okay. All right, dude. Later. Yes, ma'am, I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am, this is... Yes, ma'am, this is... This is the present.